Hello everyone, I'm glad you're listening in to the podcast. This is for the month of February the 26th. Uh, I hope you get a blessing from uh, hearing the message today. But the subject title is Your Soul. Mark 8, 36 says, What is a man to gain if he gains the whole world and loses his soul. So today I'm going to talk about your most valuable possession. It's you. It is the essence of what you are. It is your soul. Your soul will go on living forever, long after everything else is long turned to dust. When the sun and the moon and the stars have burned themselves out, your soul will still go on. Being made in the image of God is worth more than all the houses, the property, the stocks, the bonds, the rubies, diamonds, silver, and gold in the whole earth. Your soul is what goes on forever into eternity. Your body may return to dust, but your soul will never cease to exist. The Bible says that God formed man of the dust of the ground. Now, you don't just possess a soul. You are a soul. There's one thing that God said when he made made you that he did not say about all the other things he created created it's what it's what makes you different it's what makes you unique God said he made you in his image you have a soul you live in a body the problem with many of us is that we pamper the body and we neglect the soul you see our body can send us the smallest of signals and we will almost immediately respond to its needs. For example, the body says, I'm hungry and thirsty, and, and we'll, as soon as possible, find something to eat or drink. The body says, I'm too hot or too cold. We will almost immediately work to adjust the temperature in our bodies. The body says, I have a hurt or a pain or, or some other need. And so uh, we attend to it. What do we do? We, We pamper the body. We feed the body. We rest the body. But the soul is often left for days and weeks or even a month without proper attention and care. That's why Mark wrote, What is the man to gain? He gains the world and loses his soul. The word soul is mentioned some 458 times in the Bible. In Deuteronomy 2.29, we read that the soul can find God when we seek him with our heart and all of thy soul. There are many things the soul can do. The soul can sin. The soul can be bitter. The soul can be blessed. The soul can be satisfied. 
then we come to the realization that some seek to destroy our soul. The devil has an interest in your soul. Jesus said the devil is the prince of this world. The devil is at work in our, wor- in our world and he's often after your soul. Now, God never meant that there would be suffering and war and death. But Satan came. And when God created the earth, he put humans in charge of the earth. God had wanted someone in the universe whom he could love and who would love him in return. So he created man. And he gave man freedom of choice. In Genesis 3.3, God was testing man and he gave him the freedom of will. Over in Genesis chapter 3, verse 3, I'll read that for you. It says, But from the fruit of the tree which is in the middle of the garden, God said, You shall not eat of that fruit or touch it or you'll die. So God was testing man. He gave him the, the freedom to make a choice. And then it says, verse 4 through 6, And the serpent said to the woman, You surely will not die. He See, he's after his soul. And God knows that in the day that you eat from, 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 it, from it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to her eyes, and that the tree was desirable to make one wise, she took from its fruit and ate, and she gave also to her husband with her, and he ate. And so, see, God, God had, a, had a plan. God said, in spite of their rebellion, I'm going to save the human race. I'm going to send my son to this earth. When Jesus died on the cross, the devil suffered the ultimate defeat because on the third day, Jesus rose from the dead. Christ is coming again, and this time he wants to take your soul with him. Even though the devil is still working to deceive and lead us astray as many souls as as he can. He, my friend, is a loser. Another value of your soul is measured by God's concern for saving your soul. First Peter three nine says the Lord is not slack concerning those that are not slack, but is concerned about those that are not making uh, a decision for him. He is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness but is long-suffering towards us, not willing that any should suffer. And he's talking about your soul going to hell, but he wants everyone saved. God sees your soul as the most valuable thing in the world. And if you were the only person in the world or in the universe, universe, Christ still would have died for you. He loves you that much. There's no substitute for your soul. 
There is no replacement for your soul. Your soul is the most valuable thing that you have. And so God created us with a body. He created us with a soul because the Bible says that God breathed into man's nostrils when he created him, and he became a living soul. And so the thing about all that is this, that where are you going to spend eternity? I mentioned that your soul is going to live forever. And so we have a choice to make. You want to go to heaven? You have to just, uh, to uh, accept Christ as your Savior. That's the only way there, because he said that. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man goes to the Father except he come through me. And so when we leave this old world, and it's only going to take a blink of an eye, when we, when we take that last breath, we will wake up in the presence of our God because we have trusted him with our soul. Thank you, and, and God bless you.